be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. This is your host, R.C. Norman. Consider yourself. Welcome, welcome, my family and friends, to another week on The Renewed. Listen, I'm so thankful and grateful that you have chosen to take the time out of your busy schedule to listen to us here on The Renewed. I'm so honored and humbled. Listen, for this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It's a wonderful day to be alive. It truly is, especially when so many have lost their lives. I know I say this over and over and over again, but we ought to always give thanks, especially when we have breath in our body. You know why? Because the Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And just because we are inhaling and exhaling, we always should owe God praise. Because guess what? Tomorrow is not promised unto us. So we have to live every day as if it's our last. Always, always give honor and do to Jesus because he is the one that we are breathing and we move and we have our being. Hallelujah. So I don't want to prolong the time today. We are going to have a awesome episode that I think that will help solidify our place in Christ. It absolutely will. It will give us the strength and the endurance and the ability to stand, especially when so many things are going on all around us. Here it is. The enemy wants to distract us. He wants to steer us away from from our purpose. That's his job. But we have to become rooted in who God called us to be. So, yes, if you have not, please also do me a favor. Please share this episode. Please share this with your family, your friends, your loved ones, everyone. Let them know about your renewed experience. Share it with them. Don't be selfish. Don't hog it all to yourself. Yes, because, listen, we have been having some phenomenal times together. We have. I believe this is over 50 plus episodes. I'm so grateful and humble unto God because I have never did anything and stayed so consistent with it. And I just thank God because God has given me a purpose and a plan and it's to be concerned about his people. And I truly am. And this is why I'm so dedicated to this podcast, because I'm dedicated for you to reach your destiny. Yes, I absolutely love you. And I want God to perfect everything in your life that concerns you. So let us dive into this episode. Let us go here. We are going to go to Psalms one. Let's start there. Um, this episode, if I had to title it, it would be um, Becoming Planet or Being Planet. You could name it Being Planet or Becoming Planet. Yes, Planted as Planet. So let's go here. Psalms 1. And I love, I absolutely love this psalm. I love this song because David here, he was absolutely, uh, he was expressing how he was, he was feeling. And I absolutely love it. Watch this. He said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. So 
I'm going to exegese uh, some of these scriptures here. I'm going to do that. So help break it, break it down a little bit as I do in my study and time as well. So the writer here, David, he began this song by extolling the joys of being a godly person. It was one who obeys God and refuses to listen to those who discredit or ridicule him. Our friends and associates can have a profound influence on us, often in a very subtle ways. If we insist on friendships with those who scoff at what God considers important, then we sin by becoming indifferent to God's will. This attitude is the same as scoffing. Do your friends build up your faith or do they tear it down? The influence of true friends should draw you closer to God. Watch this. God's blessings results in joy. But to attain God's joy, here David was saying that we should avoid the company of sinners that mock our God. In addition, we should seek an understanding of God through his word. The shadowy influence of mockers can separate us from the radiance of God's joyful presence in our lives. And as a dark cloud separates us from the joyful presence of the morning sun. So this is why he tells us, look, don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Neither should you stand in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. So watch this. If you look at this, when you begin to walk with ungodly people, then you become more and more comfortable. Because why? Look. The verse then said, first you was walking with them. Now you stop walking and now you're standing with the sinners. And now you really have became comfortable. And now it says here, you sit, you are sitting with them now. You no longer will walk or was walking. Now you all have stopped and you start to do things that were sinful. And then you begin to sit down. With these scornful people, these mockers, mockers. And so what is ungodly? Ungodly is wicked, it's evil, guilty, or condemned. This is what ungodly means. Sinners. Sinners means sinful or guilty, wicked one, or offenders. Yes, offenders of the law, offenders of God's law, offenders of the commandments. This, These are sinners. Scornful. They are mockers. They scorn. They talk big. They are ambassadors of their truth. They are teachers. They are teachers of the ungodly, of the wicked way. This is what they are. But watch this. Verse two, he said, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. Who's the light? The man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. The man that don't walk, that don't stand with sinners, the man that don't sit in the seat of the scornful. This man, what did what does he do? His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. <laughs> he always constantly keep God's word on his mind. And we can learn how to follow God by meditating on his word. Meditating means spending time reading and thinking about what you have read. It means asking yourself how sh how you should change so you're living as God wants you to. Knowing and meditating on God's word are the first steps toward applying it to your everyday life. If you want to follow God more closely, you must we you must know we all must know 
what God says. And the only way that we can know what he says is through his word. So if you don't pick up your Bible, then how can you know what God is saying unto you? A lot of times this is how the Holy Spirit speak unto us through his word. This law of the Lord includes all of scripture and the law was the five books of Moses, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy and the prophets and the other writings. The more we know of the whole scope of God's word, the more research resources that we will have for our daily decisions. And watch this in verse three, it says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That bringeth forth fruit in his season, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. There is a most simple bit of wisdom in these two verses, verse two and verse three. But watch this the more that we delight in God's presence, the more fruitful that we become. And also, on the other hand, the more that we allow the dark influences of those who ridicule our God to overshadow us, the more and more we separate ourselves from our source of true nourishment. Yes, he's our true source. This is why the Bible tells us to be planted in him. And so we must always have con we must have contact with unbelievers if we are to witness to them and see their lives change and to and tell them repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We have to have contact with them, but we must not be influenced to join in or imitate their ungodly, wicked, unruly behavior. We can't. If you want despair, spend time with scoffing sinners. But if you want joy, make friends with those who love God and his word. When scripture says this, watch this, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. It does not mean that we are disconnected from failure or difficulties, nor is it in guarantee of health, wealth or happiness. But scripture absolutely means what scripture means by prosperity is this. When we apply God's wisdom to our lives, the fruit we bear will be good. And and watch this. It will receive God's approval. As a tree soaks up, as a tree soaks up water, when it soaks up water, then we have to watch this and it bears luscious fruit. We also are to soak up God's word. How do we do that? By our actions, producing attitudes that honor God. How do we do this to achieve anything worthwhile in life? We must always have God's word in our hearts. David also said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. And to piggyback off of Psalms one and three, where it says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. I love to piggyback off it because I love to come from Psalms 23 and two, where it says, well, I must go to verse one. It said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. So these still waters is the, the spirit of God will lead us into peace. And when he says he maketh us to lie down in green pastures, he is saying that he makes us watch this as sheep. We lay down and graze on his word. So we are resting in God's word when he becomes our shepherd. And he said that we shall be like a tree 
planted by the rivers of living water. If we go here, Romans 6, go there with me real quick if you can. If not, you could go at another time. But Romans 6, I'm going to read it for you. Romans 6 and 4, we can start there. It says here, therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Here it is. Verse five, for if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection knowing this that our old man is crucified with him that the body of sin might be destroyed that henceforth we should not serve sin for he that is dead is freed from sin now if we be dead with christ we believe that we also shall live with him verse 5 it says for if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. This means that we are now planted in him and we can enjoy new life in Christ when we become united, planted with God and we plant ourselves with him in his death and resurrection. So this means that our evil desires, our bondage to sin and our love of sin has died with him. We should no longer have desires to live in sin or love sin. No longer when we become planted. So daily we must die. Daily we must die to flesh because our flesh wants to rule our life. Our flesh wants us to do things that's not like Christ. The flesh is always warring against the things of the spirit. Our flesh, it always wants to be pleased. You, It will never be satisfied. The, watch this. You could do something that's so grand. You could have the greatest high. You you can smoke a, a marijuana blunt. You can get high, higher than the Georgia pine. <laughs> and watch this. You will always look for the next best high. Why? Because our flesh is insatiable. It always, it desires the next best, best thing. It does. Now, united by faith with him and his resurrection life, we have unbroken fellowship with God and freedom from sins hold on us. And so we have to always know this. That we are when we are planted together in the likeness of Christ's death, then we have to imitate who he is. The Bible says in first John two and six, I want I want to say it is. He said that if we say that we are we are Jesus or like him. We ought to walk even as he walked. So that means that we can walk like Christ. We absolutely can. The Bible says we can do all things through Christ who strengthened us. Never let no one tell you that you can't do it. You absolutely can. The Holy Spirit will give you the power to do it. Hey, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, as well as share with others. Thank you. Watch this. He said, and he shall be like a, let's go back to Psalms one, Psalms one. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. When you are planted, watch this. You then things will come to you when you are planted. This means you are getting uh, resources from somewhere. So in order to grow, when you are planted by rivers of water, this water is giving you life. And, the Bible states that Jesus is life. 
the well of life. He said, in your belly shall be a water springing up into everlasting life, shall be in you a well springing up into everlasting life. And that's the spirit of God in us. And these rivers that we are planted by is giving us life. And if we are planted, he says that we are the branches and he is the vine. And so we have to be planted and rooted in him. And when we are planted, it brings forth fruit in our season. You can't be a tree and don't produce fruit. <laughs> because I'm reminded of the story of the fig tree when Jesus was walking on that road and it didn't bring any fruit and he cursed it and it withered away. And so if you are not producing fruit, then one day you will be end up cursed. And the Bible talks about those men that gathered the branches in the shaft and they threw them in the fire. Yes, that one day that will happen if you don't bring forth fruit. And the only way that we can bring forth fruit it is if we are planted by him beside the rivers of water, beside these peaceful waters that we described in Psalms 23 and 2. Yes. And he said, your leaf shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. If you want to prosper in life, then you have to be planted by the rivers of water. You must be planted in Christ. Number verse four, the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff, chaff with the, which the wind driveth away. So what is chaff? Let's break this down. Chaff is the outer shell or husk that must be removed to get at the valuable kernels of grain inside. And chaff, chaff was removed by a process called threshing and winnowing. After the plants were cut, they were crushed. And then the pieces were thrown into the air. Chaff is very light and is carried away by even the slightest wind while the good grain falls back to the earth. So chaff is a symbol of a faithless life that drifts along without direction. Good grain is a simple as a symbol of a faithful life that can be used by God. So if you look at it, unlike grain, we can choose the direction that we will take verse five. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. So although evil people may get the upper hand at times, we may think that they get the upper hand. But God assures us that a day is coming when their sins will be punished. Meanwhile, God watches over the plans and purpose of the faithful. So we can't get it twisted. And we we know that one day there is a day of wrath that's soon to come. And if you look around, just look all around us. It's soon to come. Jesus is soon to come again. And the day of judgment is swiftly approaching us. We are truly living in the last of the last days, people. If you don't believe me, please wake up and smell the coffee. We don't have too much long. We don't have too much longer here on this earth. We truly don't because evil, when people call evil good, then you know we have a problem. We truly have a problem here. When people are okaying things like homosexuality and they are promoting it all on the TV, everywhere we turn around and they call it, oh, you, you have to accept it. This is the same thing that burned down Sodom and Gomorrah. God was angry because of this. And I can go on and on. The abortions that's in the land, the killings of babies, um, the deceptive spirit, the lying spirit here. The in Look, 
even money, even they don't even like the in God we trust on money. And this is why it's trying to become a cashless society. There are so many things that I can discuss about this, but we are truly living in the last days and the ungodly shall not be able to stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of righteous. So sinners won't even be able to stand with the righteous of God. They won't. Those who have made up in their mind that they're going to live a righteous lifestyle in Christ through the Holy Spirit, because watch this. The only way that we can live righteous is by the Holy Spirit. You can't do it on your own. And so it's the only way. But watch this. Sinners can't. They won't be able to. They won't be able to stand in that day. Verse six, for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Yes, the ungodly will perish, but God knows the way of the righteous. God knows the way of the righteous. Why? Because he knows the righteous. The Bible says, and my sheep, <laughs> no, a voice and a stranger, they won't follow. God knows his sheep. He knows his people. He don't know the ungodly. This is why he said, depart from me, ye worker of iniquity. I never knew you. And the workers of iniquity are ungodly people. He never knew them. What does no mean? New mean? It means relationship. He never yada them. This is what relationship means. It means yada. Yes. And so he never knew them. He never did. And so when he knows us, this means he knows the way of the righteous. This means we have a relationship with him. So it's vital for us to be planted. We have to remain planted in Christ. If you are planted in anything else, then watch this. Your life is heading in a down, downward spiral, a downward spiral, and you will never be able to see God. You can't. If you follow in the way of the ungodly, if you follow in the way of the sinner, if you follow in the way of the scornful, then hell will be your portion. And this is the problem. So many leaders, so many pastors, preachers, teachers, apostles, evangelists, these days, they don't want to tell people the truth. And the truth, only the truth shall set you free. And what is the truth? That if you don't repent, then hell will be your portion. I believe the message of every minister, of every person, of every believer of Christ should be repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That must be the message. It was the first message of John the Baptist. It was the first message of Jesus Christ. John's entire ministry echoed repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And what does repent mean? To change your mind. To change your mind. To turn away from your sins. It means metanoia. To change. To change your mind. You must. You must turn away. You must do a 180 degree turn. And turn away from that sin. Don't look back. Don't be like Lot's wife. And look back. Because it could be a detriment to your life. You can turn into a pillar of salt if you look back. You you have to watch. This is why the Bible tells us to prep, forget those things that are behind, to press forward to those things that are before us. We must 
We must, we can't afford to continue to grab hold of old things, especially in this hour, because no man know the day of the hour, because the rapture is near. And watch this. Your rapture happens when you take your last breath. Whenever we take our last breath, we have just entered into our rapture. We just have. And there's no longer will we have a chance to get it right. No, our life has just been sealed. And our fate has just been sealed. <laughs> it's, there's only two places, people. It's either heaven or hell. And it's up to us to make the decision. We must choose this day who we will serve. We must choose. Either it, we only have two masters. <laughs> either it will be God or either it will be mammon, which is money. Only two masters in this world. And so one of these two masters will absolutely affect every action in your life. It will. And so we have to remain planted beside these rivers of water. We must so that we can bring forth fruit. And what is fruit? Love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, meekness, faith, temperance. All these things are fruit. It's the fruit of the spirit. These fruit, it's impossible for you to hate your brother, you to hate your neighbor and say that you are planted in Christ, that you are planted by rivers of water. No, you are not bringing the fruit of Christ. You are not bringing the fruit of the spirit. You, you are not. You that's what you are a liar. You are. That's that's a liar. And the Bible said all liars shall have their place in the lake of fire. You need to repent. And forgive that person whom offended you and forgive that person whom you offended. Yes. And learn to love people. The Bible tells us to love our enemies, love those who speak all manners of evil against our name. Yes, we have to. And we have to always remember to remain planted in God's word, because this is how we grow. In his word. Hallelujah. Listen, I love you so much. I love you to life. I pray that God will absolutely bless you and that God will elevate you and that God will promote you because this is a season that God has great things in store for your life. I truly believe it. The half has not even been told concerning your life for eyes haven't seen, neither ears heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. The things that God has planned for you. He has some phenomenal things in, for you in your life. But watch this. You must be planted in him. You can't walk with ungodly people. You can't stand in the way of sinners. You can't sit in the seat of the scornful because watch this. Your life is too valuable for you to take these chances. You can't play Russian roulette with your life in this hour. Please, please, please. If you haven't already, give your life to Christ. It will be the best decision that you have ever made there will never be a greater decision in this life than giving your life to jesus christ don't let anyone tell you that it's a boring life because they are lie no it's the most rewarding most joyful most peaceful life that you can ever experience a life that's hidden and planted in christ god bless you i love you to life may god bless you and may god continue to heaven smile upon you love you to life until next week Shalom, peace. Now this is my most favorite part of the show. And I am so excited. I like to call this part the renewed experience. Because it's at this moment where you are presented with 
an opportunity and an experience to accept Jesus Christ as Lord. You are now presented with the opportunity to live a new life, to be renewed, to be born again. Wow, what an honor to be chosen, called by Jesus. The Bible states in Romans 10 and 9 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in our heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So this is the first step in order to receive salvation. But you have to confess it out of your mouth and you have to believe it in your heart. But first we have to do the first step, and that's confessing and believing and allowing him to enter into our heart. So if you would, I'm going to pray a prayer, but I need you to repeat after me and say, Dear God, I know that Jesus is your son and that he died on the cross and was raised from the dead. And because I am a sinner and need forgiveness, I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart. I am willing to change the direction of my life by acknowledging you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior, and by turning away from all of my sins. Thank you for giving me forgiveness. Thank you for giving me eternal life. And most importantly, thank you for saving my soul. Now, Jesus, I believe that you are the Savior, and I believe that I am saved. I am saved. I am saved. Come on. Hallelujah. The angel rejoice with one coming to the king. Now, if you have made this decision, please reach out to us on our website at rcnormanministries.org or you can email us at rcnormanministries at gmail.com or either on our Facebook or Instagram at rcnormanministries. We would love to know about your decision and we would love to keep you on our prayer list as well as pray that you will be filled with the most precious gift for the Holy Ghost. We are so excited. This is the best decision that you could have ever made. Now you will live your best life. You thought you have new life, but you have never experienced life like this. And that's why I like to call it the renewed experience. Please, please, please subscribe as well as leave us a review. Also leave us a rating, preferably five stars. And also do me a huge favor. Share it with your family or friends. Don't be selfish. Don't hog it all to yourself. Share with them the grace you have received, which is called 